Blog Talk Radio. Necessary 
can become stronger physically, mentally, and spiritually. She believes that the key to making a true impact in the world is to help each individual first uncover the champion within themselves, which will cause a ripple effect. Her platform as a health strategist with the Education Movement LLC has provided her with the opportunity to reach the youth of Richmond and surrounding areas through medicine, leadership development, and education. Even at the young age of 25, Nicole has turned her dreams into a reality through hard work, determination, a steadfast spirit, and extreme patience. And she hopes to be able to help guide others in her footsteps. All right, let's give it up, Nicole. Oh, hey, are you out there, my sister? I'm here. Yes, we're so glad to have you with us. Hey, how Thank you doing you. today? I am you doing wonderful. How are so you far? doing? I am. I'm, I'm doing just getting just... off work, and it was a great day. <laughs> Yes, it was. It really was a great day. Um, I, I made it on to work today. <laughs> Nothing at all. I put my little <laughs> mask on <laughs> and did what I had to do. Uh, so I don't spread any germs. I don't want the nurse practitioner to get me yet. <laughs> um, so listen, we're so excited to have you today. Um, this this um, interview just means a whole lot to me, but I'm not going to even go there right now. But I'm just so excited <laughs> to have you with me on today. It is an honor and a privilege. I feel almost like a proud parent. But anyway, oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm just glad to see and watch the progress uh, the progress in your life. And so I'm just excited about that. So let's just take a moment and uh, I'm going to start off with our little, um, you know, icebreaker, something to help you feel free for the rest of the, okay. <laughs> for the, rest of the questions. I have one question, and it's if you could be named after one of the most notable women of the world or the Bible, which one would you choose and why? Okay, so I would definitely say Michelle Obama. And Ah. the reason I would say that is to even be the first lady of the United States is a huge role within Uh itself. But she redefined what the role looked like. It wasn't just being supportive to her husband, but it was creating her own role and her own impact um, in the community that she could pretty much just stand alone and be able to to create a voice for women and for for men, for people who just did not feel like they had a voice. So I just I thought it was so powerful that even such in a, in a supportive role, she was able to overcome and make a stand and have people look up to her. So I would definitely say Michelle Obama all day long. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know, I often think, I think Obama was a great guy, but I often think if he didn't have the right person beside him, how much oh, um, notoriety he really would have gotten. And I think her, her just her being who she was, pushed his, uh, you know, his little levels up uh, quite a bit. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that's exactly. a great thing. Yeah, I, that's wonderful. That's a wonderful uh, person to, um, to like, you know, want to compare yourself to. So exactly. listen, you're a young lady. Um, we we just, yeah. I, 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 you know, I wanted to ask how old you were. So it was in your bio. You, you're a young lady. Yes. You're only <laughs> 25. 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know people who are like 25 and they're still trying to figure out what they're going to do with their life, <laughs> you know. And uh, yes. you've accomplished so much over such a short period of time. At such a young age, how did you manage, you know, to keep your focus um, while other people, maybe young people around you were probably doing any and everything they wanted, um, but, you know, and going in so many different directions. How did you keep your focus? Well, basically, I just remember the why I was was doing it. Um, For me, healthcare, medicine, advocating for my patients has become a passion because I've seen the influence and the effects that disease can bring to a family. So I've seen people who are my age who have high blood pressure and already on blood pressure medication. I've seen so many people dying of cancer and um, getting diseases that, you know, 20, 30 years ago people were getting, but not at the rate that they're getting now. So, you know, I I had plenty of times where I wanted to go out and have fun, but just remembering the why Mm -hmm. and remembering that, you know, the sacrifices I make now are going to be worth it in the long run. And just, just that why is what pushes me every day. So, for me, that's what helped me to kind of stay focused and stay, you know, on the path to where I'm trying to go. That's a wonderful thing. Let me ask you this: while you were, um, while you were in school, let's say, because I know you, I know you were an RN. I don't know um, yes. before that. Um, did you did you go through the CNA, LPN, or any of that, or you just went straight to RN? <laughs> so I How went did you, straight to you know, RN because when I was in when I was in school, I did not want to be a nurse. My mom is a nurse, and I was like, no, I want to do right. my own thing. So actually, right. when <laughs> I was when I was applying to school, my major was political science because I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. Oh. Um, okay. But then on yeah career day of my senior year, we had nurses come in. And to hear the passion they had for their job and to hear the love that they had, I was just like, wow, it was amazing. And then, no offense to the lawyer, but he just did not seem very interested in his job and it seemed so stressful. (laughs) And he was like, he has to fight for his job every year. And I was just like, you know, the money is great, but I need to do something Uh where I'm going to come home and be happy and where I feel like I'm making a difference. So I changed my major very quickly and went right into um, (laughs) – to JNU for my RN. <laughs> okay, that is great. So it's it's been, um, you know, you started out there, and so you've got the pretty much the full run of it even through that because even working, um, it doesn't really matter where you start. You're still going to be surrounded by all of the disciplines and get a full exactly. view of everything and see where you want to go from there. So how did you make exactly. that decision that you wanted to go forward for the nurse practitioner? <laughs> so when – being a nurse, I loved it, but I felt like I was a step too late. Whenever I would see the person, they already had high blood pressure. They already had diabetes. They already had cancer. So I was helping them to maintain where they were, but I, I didn't feel like I was catching them early enough, doing the early education of how can we prevent this? How can we make it so that you don't have high blood pressure, even though your grandmother had it and your grandfather had it and everyone pretty much had it? Um, so I wanted to get ahead of the ball to be able to say, this is not how it has to be. We can still eat soul food and be healthy. Um, so I really wanted to attack oh. it from a different angle so that people knew that there were other options. I, I just felt like I was too late in the game <laughs> with just being the nurse and getting them after they've already got the disease or condition. 
Oh, that's really wonderful. So it would be, you know, really great um, for you to really get a young crew in there, you know, <laughs> young yes. clients, young yes. uh, patients. <laughs> um, that would be just so wonderful. Uh, but and I'm sure many will, you know, uh, look to you as you get out there. So you you do like to get out and and help young people to understand a lot of this stuff. Um, in your bio, it talks about the education movement LLC. Tell us a little bit about that. What it, what exactly is it, and what's your role within the movement? Okay, so um, my boyfriend started the education movement LLC. And basically his dream for this this program was to reach young people, people that look like us, who don't know mm-hmm. where they want to go in life. So the plan for the education movement is to reach people while you're, you're young, elementary school, middle school, high school, and provide some direction. Um, provide people okay. with a route to know, hey, you can be a nurse. You can be a nurse practitioner. You can be a doctor, a dentist, uh, things that people just may not think they can do because people don't look like them. Um, so it, it right. provides a way, a way to introduce them to things early, to start getting, you know, hands-on opportunities. How do you use a stethoscope? What does it mean to eat low fat? Um, what, right. what do I have to do to become a nurse practitioner? I have to go to college, doing college tours. So it's kind of encompassing so many different aspects just to um, very early introduce people to the medical field because as I look around, there's not many people that look like me. There's not many people who are young like me in the field, you know, in a higher position. So it's just trying to really educate people early so that we can have more people who look like us so that we can continue to go to us. And when I say us, I just don't mean black people. I just mean young people in general who are striving for now striving to be better. So that is is the, the mission and the vision of the education movement. So what is your role within that movement? You so just, I am um, the health uh, strategist. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. So basically my, my boyfriend is the visionary. Um, he has a lot okay. of great ideas that he puts down, and I exo. Um, I'm okay. a very detail-oriented person. Um, so I just uh-huh. make sure that everything goes as it needs to go. I do the marketing. I just basically he tells me the framework he wants to do, and I make sure that we can do it. So I strategize uh-huh. to make sure that we have all these programs in place. <laughs> so now you're talking about them at a young age, but is there a cutoff for the age? Because I went to nurses school, um, and I'm, I'm an LP, and I didn't go much further than that, but I did go at the age of 29. So I was a little old. <laughs> but um, my mom <laughs> actually went to nursing school after retiring from working um, in New York mm-hmm. City, she went to nursing school at 59. Um, yes. So is there a cutoff age that you try to reach out to people to encourage them to, you know, go go forward with their um, their education? No, there is definitely not a cutoff. What, what I realized is that young can be so many things. Young can mean age. Uh-huh. Young can be, I'm just, you know, new to this. Um, so sure. right now we were focusing more on, you know, the children, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school, but we're definitely right. planning on reaching out to people who may just be new to the career. Um, so we, we like Absolutely. to use that, that word young loosely so that we can encompass everybody. <laughs> right. Cause I know I'm young. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. You know. <laughs> so, um, 
that sounds so exciting. I mean, I'm just I'm just so excited for you. This just sounds like so oh, um it's it's so much life in what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Some people they just yeah. choose a career and then they just feel drained um from what they're doing. But you're taking it even at an early stage of your career. You're taking it and making it so exciting by sharing with others and creating a platform for others to be able to know about what you're doing. So you're already exactly. uh, making the whole thing exciting for yourself. <laughs> so tell yeah, us I exactly <laughs> what a nurse practitioner does. And and, and, and okay. you're a nurse practitioner, what area of medicine you're uh, practicing as well? Okay. So basically a nurse practitioner is basically an advanced practice nurse. So you have to have your registered nurse's license in order to become a nurse practitioner. Then you go back to graduate school, and you're able to diagnose and treat conditions. So for me right now, I work in primary care. So I can diagnose anything from a cough to a fracture, um, asthma, pretty much anything that you go to your doctor for, I can do it. Um, the difference between, a lot of people ask, what's the difference between a doctor and a nurse practitioner? Um, a doctor, right. if you're looking at hierarchy-wise, is technically higher than a nurse practitioner. If you're looking at it from the educational aspect, yes, they have more schooling. Um, but pretty much what mm-hmm. happens in primary care, especially where I work, is we work in collaboration. Um, so mm-hmm. the doctor helps me, I help them, and we're able to provide a better holistic care for the patient through you know different tests that we're doing, um, getting a good history, prescribing different medications, and having the patient follow up. So it's definitely a team okay. approach with it. Okay, so you actually work along with the doctor in that sense. Um, uh, one of the companies that I previously worked with, they actually worked um, in the same capacity. Um, of course, there were some things that the physician had to sign off on that the nurse practitioner yes. couldn't necessarily sign off on. And then there are some uh, insurances that require exactly. physician signature. Um, so, yeah, that's wonderful, though. I mean, you really, um, people can put their trust in you, knowing that you Definitely. know uh, you know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? I exactly. tell you, I have to be honest <laughs> with you. Initially, I had a hard time dealing with nurse practitioners. And it was, um, I felt bad after I met some really nice ones and some really good ones. <laughs> but I used to go to the doctor and they would say, well, you can see the nurse practitioner. I would be like, nope. <laughs> and I think a lot of people get that mentality um, and, and for several reasons, you know, they charge you so much for your co-pays and they're like, like I, I went yeah. to see a specialist one time and they sent me to see the specialist, but they let, he, he sent his RN in. And I was like, I didn't yeah. pay for him. I paid for the, you know, the specialist, you know. But there is a certain level of trust and education that comes with it. And if you can trust that Definitely. the person has been educated enough and the, the physician that they're working with is um, uh, precepting them well, then you can also exactly. trust that person. And and it took me exactly. working with some really great nurse practitioners to be able to understand that. So, um you know, have you faced any moments when you ask yourself, uh, am I really doing this? I mean, do you get like, <laughs> you have to wake up, you think it's a dream? Every day. <laughs> oh, that's I, I think that I'm just, it's, I'm still soaking it in. Um, it, it just, 
I don't know. It still definitely feels like a dream. I've started working at um, the practice I'm at now. I've been there a little over two weeks now. So I think it's kind of settling in that this is real. Um, but to kind of look back over everything I've done, it's still kind of mind-blowing to me. And I'm kind of like, okay, well, how did I make it here? And now, you know, I'm here now and still learning. Um, but it's, it's, right. it was nobody but God. That's all I can say Absolutely. <laughs> to help me to Absolutely. get here. But sometimes I still pinch myself and say, is this real or am I <laughs> That's awesome. Now, you know, um, <laughs> You, do you have plans to actually further your education and career, or you feel, feel like you're settled right here for now? Oh, I'm going back. <laughs> so um, there's one more <laughs> step that I can take. It, you know, I love school, um, but you can. Okay. Um, I can get my doctor can of nursing take it practice. For me? Is the <laughs> yeah, come on, I got you, I got you. <laughs> um, but the doctor of nursing practice is the highest that you can go um, in the Ooh. nursing field. I'm going to take a little while to get used to my new role first, probably sometime right. around this year. Next, um, This time next year I'll be going back for that. And so that will be another two years. And it's basically wow. specializing a little more. Um, so you'll be able to call me doctor then. <laughs> ah, awesome. That is really, yeah. really awesome. So you'll still be in a nursing role, but you'll have a doctorate. And so you'll actually exactly. ha- uh, have be able to be called a doctor. That's really awesome, yes. and people need to know that there are more ways than one to get where you want to go. <laughs> you exactly. Because a lot of people, exactly. they get afraid of the whole doctor thing, and, and I've seen um, I've seen it on TV. I've seen it in real life where people say, well, I used to, I went to school to be a doctor, but I dropped out. It was just too much. But you don't always have to go mm-hmm. that route. You can start out in different right. routes, and that way you'll always have something to fall back on. You know, exactly. uh, but, but prayerfully you won't fail in anything. So I really appreciate that. Um, even hearing that from you, that is just so, so great. I'm just praying that God would just bless you in every endeavor that you put forth. Thank so, you. What do you do in your spare time or do you have any spare time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. When I finished school, I was just like, wow, I don't have to constantly be reading as much um but okay. for me I love to dance um praise dancing is probably oh. my release and I was doing that even when really? I was in school um oh I love it it just to not have to think <laughs> about something uh-huh. to have your body do and the connection that I wow. did with God when I did was just amazing so that's definitely my outlet um praise dancing oh, wow. um and so you I need to tell me my, that Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I could ask you afterwards. Okay, I was just saying that, you know, it's just a way for me to just kind of be at peace. So I, I feel relaxed. I just feel it's, it's like an outer body experience. That's the best way that I can explain it. <laughs> so what I was going to say was, so you mean to tell me that as a nurse practitioner, a very educated woman, you still find time for God. Ooh. Oh, definitely. <laughs> if I don't have time for him, then none of this other stuff matters. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It, it See what I'm saying? Right definitely. And, and that's, the, that's the most important piece right there. And a lot of people don't seem to get it. They don't seem to understand. But I am just so glad to hear you say that. That is just absolutely wonderful. And I know you were brought up. 
um, by Christian parents, and and you learned um, you learned how to uh, put God first. So that is a yeah. wonderful, wonderful thing. So um, so you already talked about that you have a boyfriend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> any uh, any plans? coming up in the near future or you're not going to talk about that right now <laughs> well you know I'm just going to pray that God places it on his heart when he's ready <laughs> but no we, we've, we've right. talked about it before and you know we're, we're just okay. allowing God to have his way and then when the time is right that's when the time is going to be right but definitely I tell people you date for marriage you know if, you, if, it's, if it's not right. looking like it's going there I'm not going to waste my time um, so, Absolutely. you know, you want to make sure you have somebody who is God fearing because if you want to, if you want me to be able to submit to you through marriage, you have to submit to God first. So still getting Absolutely. myself together within me so that I can be the woman I need to be and he's getting himself together so that he can be the man that he needs to be so that when we come together, we'll be whole already. So. That is so awesome. So um, we're about to wrap up. We we just have a few minutes left, about three and a half minutes. So I have um, a question for you. If people are interested in staying, um, I would love for her to come to my event or my church or something that I'm having uh, to do a talk on some subject or even to bring the education movement. Um, do you do that? And if so, how can people connect with you? Oh, yes, I definitely do that. And we like to funnel everything through the education movement. I check it every single day. So if you put it through there, okay. I'll see it immediately. Um, but if you want to go on Facebook, okay. uh, Facebook is www.facebook.com backslash the education movement LLC. That's how you can find us okay. on Facebook. Or if you want to send us an email, it is the education movement LLC at gmail.com. I'll probably see the Facebook okay. message more. Um, easier because it comes right to my phone. Uh, but either way that you right. want to contact, um, I'm definitely open to that. But we would love to, you know, get in the community more. I love to speak to schools. I love just to speak to people face to face because when someone sees someone who yeah. looks like them and who are doing what they want to do, it seems like it's it's within their reach. So I absolutely love doing that. I always make time for that. Awesome. Awesome. I can't wait to find uh, something for you. Well, I've, I've already got it in my head. <laughs> so let me get you to just take a moment and offer encouragement to someone who may be looking to take the next move or step in their education, whether they're young or old, um, in, in their education okay. or in the field of medicine or any anything that they would like to do. Okay. My, my biggest thing I would tell anybody is to never give up. So, the people who know me who really know my story, and I, I don't mind sharing because I'm an open book. I'm very transparent. Um, going to get my RN, I had some trouble. Um, I, my real father okay. passed away when I was a freshman in college and thought about dropping out. Okay. Um, and uh-huh. I was like, you know what, I just got to push through. You know, take took yeah. my boards for my RN, did not pass. Not once, not oh. twice. Um, but finally three times I made it. And so it was just really a a time where I was like, maybe I wasn't cut out for this. You know, maybe this is not what I need to do. And the devil, he he can get in your ear so easy. Um, and I just look back, if I would have gave up, I would not be where I am now. Um, so no matter what you go through, no matter what test is thrown your way, don't ever give up. And you always remember your purpose and you will able, you'll be able to overcome anything. Cause I just look back now and if I would have listened to the devil in right. my ear, 
I would yeah. not be where I am now. So it's just so powerful. Oh. And just being transparent with your story because, you know, before I used to not tell anybody that I didn't pass my test because I thought it was a reflection on me and that I wasn't a good nurse. But if I can tell right, you, right, then, right. you know, someone else can be blessed by that and be like, oh, well, she Absolutely. did it. Okay, I can, now I can do it. So it's just so powerful. Right. Because it happens often, and so, you know, it, it is does. something that people need to know. It happens often. Those, I mean, I took my boards many, many years ago as just as an LPN. It was four hours. I had to do two hours and go to lunch and come back two hours later. And those, even the lunch exactly. time was like, you know, I was going crazy. Stressful. So I do understand. <laughs> well, listen, we're out of time, and this has been one of the greatest interviews. I just love every word that you said and that you breathed out oh, um, you. to us today. And I thank God for you, and I thank you for joining our show. I thank everyone for listening, and I pray that you all will have a wonderfully blessed day, and we'll be talking to you again soon, Miss Nicole. God bless you. God thank bless you. you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on.